Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is Kerry Benjamin for Female Startup Club. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Female Startup Club. I'm your host, Duna Rasheen, and joining me on the show today is Kerry Benjamin, the founder of Stacked Skincare. We're chatting about her journey and how she got to where she is today, how she grew the business from the ground up, what's working for her now, and her top advice for women. This is the story of a woman who went through a major career change in pursuit of happiness. This is Kerry for Female Startup Club. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's get started. I'm super excited to talk to you today. I'd love for you to start by telling us what stacked skincare is, in your own words. Stacked skincare is uh, the company that I founded. So I left my former career and became an esthetician because of my lifelong struggle with eczema. So I had pretty chronic and severe eczema and a lot of health issues as a result of it. And so I really wanted to, I wanted a product line and I wanted a brand but really what I felt like was the most important thing to do was to start from the beginning and solve my own problem and also try to help other people. So I decided that for me, the best way to approach that was to become an esthetician, really understand skin and skin issues and how I could help myself. And through that journey and launching a skincare practice, I developed this methodology in my spa where I combine or stack various uh, methodologies and procedures for maximum efficacy. And so what I did was then I took that same methodology and built the consumer line off of it. So it's peels, serums, and tools, and it's combining or stacking those three modalities um, and, and products to get you the healthiest skin you possibly can. Yeah. And I also saw like, aside from the spa and the skincare line that you have, you also have an academy that you've started up as well? I'm working on it. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm really excited about is to be able to share a lot of the knowledge that I've gained through this experience of becoming an entrepreneur. My business background is in high tech and digital media. I spent almost 14 years in that space working for Microsoft and DoubleClick. So I have a tremendous amount of business experience. And then being a self-taught entrepreneur, I have a, a lot of information that I would love to share, especially with my fellow beauty professionals and really help them to understand how they can go out on their own and, you know, be their own bosses too. So um, that course is in the works right now. I'm really looking forward to look, hopefully launching it in the next few months. So yeah, look out for that. People can go to stackskincareacademy.com and sign up for our emails and they'll get notices um, when we get ready to launch it. But it's going to be focused on branding, uh, finance, content, PR and influencers. There's a, there's a bunch of different modules so they can go and check it out there. That's so cool. And is it self-paced or is it kind of like, you know, you have to sign up by a certain date to be in that batch of, you know, people? You know, it's a good, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I haven't really thought that out yet. One of the things that I think is really going to be cool about this is I am obviously like most people will do Facebook live events where I'll, I'll be mentoring people, but I'm also going to be pulling in people from my team or people that work 
with me that have helped build this company. So we'll have actually industry experts as well as myself. So I'll have our head of creative come in when we're talking about branding and, you know, our copywriter when we're talking about content and our PR team when, so I'm also going to be there to mentor people, but I'm going to bring in people um, that they wouldn't ordinarily maybe have access to. Oh, that sounds so fun. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited to get a lot. You know, it's interesting. I started this project a while ago and it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than I had anticipated, but I'm such a, um, I just wanted to, I want to do it right, you know, and I want to make sure that we get the right content out there and that, that, uh, that our students get the most value out of it. So I'm taking a lot of time to really put, it's like a puzzle putting all of this together. And, um, I've never taught a course before, so just working through it. Hey, hey, you're just learning too. (laughs) Exactly. I'm learning how to teach. I love that. Um, I want to go back to sort of the beginning around when you decided, yep, I'm going to switch careers and I'm going to study with the intention of starting my own business and what the steps were to launching your own business. I guess you're going to be telling us what you're teaching in your academy kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, one of the things that I always say to people is the best thing that ever happened to me was I couldn't find a job. And so I've always wanted to go in this direction and have been starting to move in this direction really since like 2007, 2008, when I got really sick with um, a few MRSA infections, uh, several MRSA infections. And as I said previously, I've struggled my whole life with eczema. And so um, during the 2008 financial crisis, um, I had gotten laid off. I was in San Francisco and I moved down here to be with my now husband. And so back then there was no Silicon Beach. There were no jobs down here. And uh, so I took that opportunity to become an entrepreneur. And that was when I really was like, you know, I'm just not going to try to find another job. I was really, I went through a lot of struggles um, because I was trying to find a job in an industry I didn't want to be in. And I really wanted to do this. So it kind of pushed me over the edge. So I had that little gentle nudge. Well, more than a gentle nudge. It was really like, you know, (laughs) I had to go figure it out. This is it. Sink or swim. (laughs) Yeah. So figure. So I was like, you know, I'm just not going to ever depend on somebody else to give me a paycheck again. I'll figure it out myself. And when, as I said earlier, I really felt like for me, it was really important for me to become an esthetician and a skincare expert. My philosophy was uh, slow and steady wins the race and crawl, crawl, walk one. And for me, if I really wanted to build a product line, I felt like I had to start with, you know, the beginning, which is what is skin? How do you take care of it? Um, so it was a huge transition going from, you know, working from Microsoft to like touching people's faces. Um, but I'm so glad I did it the way that I did it. I wouldn't change anything. Um, I love being an esthetician. I love the way that I was able to not only help myself, but help so many of my clients. And it was one of the most rewarding things I think I've done is being able to have somebody who would come into my spa, you know, with makeup caked on, pretty insecure. And I understand that. I'm very empathetic. You know, I always had eczema on my face and on my eyes. And so I always kind of grew up thinking I was ugly. And so being able to like see that transition and help people to, you know, you know, a few months later than walking in my spa and like no makeup on and just have like a whole different persona and just feeling really good. Um, and then being able to take that concept and being able to, you know, scale it so that we could sell it to people all around the world and really get people um, to achieve the results for their skin has been, has been really, really rewarding. 
Yeah, to help people with their confidence everywhere around the world. That must be a really nice feeling. You know, it's really hard to be uncomfortable in your own skin. And like I said, I'm super empathetic to that because of the struggles that I've always, I, I've always dealt with. You know how you're saying like you started really early on, like 2008, um, around that time, like the internet was only kind of like new around then, right? So like, how did you learn what to do? I feel like you can't just Google everything. Well, you probably could Google things, but like you couldn't Google everything the way that you can now. The, you know, now if you wanted to learn something, you'd have a million podcasts, you'd have a million books, you'd have a million resources. But back then, what did you do? So, um, well, first of all, I, um, I started in digital media in 1998. I was one of the very first people at Microsoft's MSN division. So I've been in the digital space for a really long time before launching this company. And then in 2008 was when I had, um, was really getting sick and had gotten laid off. And that was when I really decided I wanted to move in this direction. I didn't actually launch the company. I went into aesthetic school in 2011. I launched the company um, in April of 2012. Um, but, you know, just figuring it out, you know, I'm a self-funded entrepreneur. Um, I've, I've just had to figure it all out on my own. It's, I, you know, one of the biggest uh, challenge, one of the biggest challenges is my biggest asset. And that is that I'm self-funded. I own the company. We're profitable, but I've never had a mentor. I don't have a board. So as we grow and scale the company and at every level, I'm always having to figure out, um, what to do, you know, and how to do it. Um, which I love and I like, I like solving problems. I'm, I'm, I'm a good problem solver, but, uh, you know, I mean, you just figure it out. You get online, you research it, you talk to people, uh, trial and error, you make mistakes, you learn from them and you move on. Yeah, for sure. Gosh. Um, do you want to share some of the mistakes that you've kind of like learned from over the years or even just one? Um, I'm trying to think what a good mistake, not, not a good mistake, not a good an, mistake, an, but you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I can come back to it. I can, I can circle back. Yeah. Let me think, you know, I think it's kind of a generic, um, thing to say, but it is true. Uh, one of the hardest things I think to do is hire people. Um, and I've learned through, uh, some of that, how to, how to, you know, who not to hire if they're not the right fit, how to get rid of them more quickly, whether it's a consultant or, you know, somebody who works full time for the company. Um, so I think that, that's, that's, it's a, it's a challenge. And it's something that you hear a lot about is, you know, finding the right people. They're smart. They have to be a good cultural fit and they have to be self-motivated. You know, we're a small team. I'm not a micromanager. I need people to just like, you know, I hire people that can, you know, come in here and do the job that's expected of them. And, and I think that they flourish that way too. You know, I allow, I really want my team to own their job and feel like they can grow. Yeah. And I imagine, um, you know, in a small business, you don't have the luxury of being like, yeah, this is our HR department who are going to take care of this, who are trained and skilled in finding the right people. You have to basically, you know, upskill yourself. I mean, I guess you've been doing that since the very beginning to get there. Um, I want to talk about when you launched the skincare line and you started, um, you know, moving into the e-commerce side of things and scaling that side of the business. I imagine you had lots of contacts in the industry. So when you were ready to get started on the the skincare, you you would have had people to go to. But what was the next sort of step on on launching that and kind of expanding it outside of your spa customers? 
So the first thing I did was, you know, I hired a lab and uh, started working on product development with them and, you know, got my e-commerce site together. So I don't remember what platform we first went to. It was really small and got the products developed. I started very small. I, I had three products. I purchased very small quantities. I was willing to give up profit to not put myself out, you know, too much. So I knew that once I could start scaling the company and, and purchasing at scale, then my profit margins would increase. So I started really small, you know, I was in the spa, I, I, like I said, I've self-funded. So I would be in the spa all day with clients. Then I would go into my other office, and pack up boxes at a shipping center out of my house. <laughs> um, and then I would get on email and then I would get up and do it all over again. I was sort of on this, you know, I was just kind of grinding it out for a while. But, you know, first I found a spot, I found a, a lab that we would work on product development. So because I had spent so many hours working on clients and thousands of people, I really had a very good idea or specifically of what I wanted in my product line. Um, so it was very different. I didn't, you know, I didn't just kind of slap a label on something. I was very specific about what I wanted and why I wanted it because I knew what things it was going to address, specific ingredients or, you know, types of products. Um, then I hired a designer to help me design some labels. And I just used stock packaging from the lab because I couldn't, I couldn't afford, you know, anything else. So I tried, you know, I, I wanted it to look as best as I could. Um, you know, I, I, I think um, it doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be done. Um, and so I obviously wanted it to look the best I could with what I could afford. So I got a lab, I hired a designer to help design some labels and some graphics for our website. And, um, I, you know, like I said, back then in digital media, I was specifically within e-commerce. So I had a really robust e-commerce background. Um, when I was at Microsoft, I, my clients were like Sephora, you know, restoration hardware and like, you know, really huge companies that were just getting into e-commerce. So again, fortunately, I had a really solid background in understanding um, that aspect of the business. What I really had to learn was skin, skincare, product development, operations, and all that kind of stuff. Wow. It's really exciting. Um, and when you started, you know, once you had done those early rounds of the skincare products, how did you start to kind of expand it out of your clients that you had at the spa to grow the brand and kind of get it more like globally recognized? One of the things that I did when I was still full-time in the spa and I didn't have a product line was um, I started inviting editors um, into the spa um, and I started, and I, again, because of my media background, I understood the importance of working with, uh, publications and I understood it was very symbiotic. So, and especially for like, you know, digital publications, they are like, you know, content factories. Like these editors have like so many, they're responsible for writing so many stories. This is actually something I teach in one of my courses, but, um, so I understood I could invite them in for a facial. I could give them a lot of great, um, you know, skincare tips. And I was coming at it from such a fresh angle because I was brand new to the industry. And so, um, they would come in and, you know, they would get my stack skincare facial, which was also really unique. And then we would always just inevitably wind up talking about, you know, different topics. And so I had formed this really great relationship with the press. And I was very supportive for them, right? Because I would, I would basically help them write, but I would come up, help them come up with ideas and I would help them write articles. And so, and, and so they would also, you know, for my benefit, then they would, you know, link my name and, you know, talk about um, stack skincare. And so this was when I was just doing treatments. And so it was a natural thing for me when I launched the product line, I had already had these relationships built. So a lot of the editors were very, um, 
uh, kind to try our product and, um, or my product at the time, it was just me. Um, and, um, and so, you know, right away, the, what really helped launch the company was Birdie, unbeknownst to me in March, I think it was March of 2015, I woke up one morning and there was just like all of these orders and they had written a feature about our, our new little company. And they featured our micro roller and our serum and our peel that I had launched with, which is the, you know, the philosophy. And so that was really what helped get it kicked off. Um, and so I think the press has always been a really, really important partner to me. And I, I hope I have been to them as well. Wow. How exciting. That must've been very thrilling to wake up, um, and see this thing that you didn't expect. Coming. I was like, what's happening? Like what, what happened? <laughs> and then what you know, happened here? Yeah. And then I saw the <laughs> Who's article responsible for this. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then we've, I've always had a really, really tight relationship with Birdie and they've been super supportive as well as a bunch of other publications. And so that's how it sort of started. And then, you know, and then we continued to get more press and, you know, I wouldn't, I've, I've just been constantly reinvesting back into the company. So, you know, as I had more money, I would spend money on advertising and, and just, you know, partnerships, etc. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How do you, like in today's age, you know, like 2020 or, you know, 2019, it's a saturated market, right? There's loads of brands out there. There's lots of indie brands coming into the market. There's the, there's the really well-known brands. Um, how do you differentiate yourself and stay kind of like, or get the press to write different angles about you? Or, you know, what do you do that makes you stand out in this crowded market? Um, it's a great question. And it's, it's, um, I think I'm lucky when I launched because I think it has gotten even more saturated, but I think that I have a few things that are very unique. Um, one, I have a very personal skincare story, which is why I launched this company. Uh, two, I became an esthetician and a skincare expert. Um, so there's somebody behind this brand that has, you know, really fundamental knowledge where it wasn't like, you know, I just went and, you know, did a private label and slapped a label on a bottle. Um, everything in the product line is for a specific reason. And it's been proven to work based on my experience and our customers. Um, and then I think I have a really unique angle. Like I, I, I can't really point to one company that's doing exactly what we're doing, especially, you know, peel serums and tools, which is really what my, what my philosophy is. So dermaplaning and microneedling, I've, you know, I've been talking about them well before I even had the product line. And so I think the combination of those things really make us unique. And I try to always stay on brand. You know, I'm not trying to launch a new product you know, every six months, you know, I, I am very specific about what we bring into the product line and how it works with everything else and why we're bringing it in. You know, what is this going to help? How's this going to achieve somebody's skincare goals, whether they have acne, dark spots, aging, you know, et cetera. Um, so really staying focused on, on the results for our customers. And I just think, like I said, being an esthetician, having that personal story and having a unique philosophy of, you know, this stacking methodology. Yeah, that's so cool. I really love those. Um, the, I, I forget what the word is, crypno, crino therapy, the, the cold. Oh, the ice roller. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, the ice rollers, they're the best. Um, I started talking about those like back in 2015 before I had my product line. Um, the ones that we have right now, it's basically just they're little gel things in water wrapped in a stainless steel barrel. And you just leave it in the freezer. They are so great for deep puffing. They're amazing if I get eczema around my eyes or anywhere on my face or anywhere on your body. Um, they just, you know, instantly, you know, deep puff, calm inflammation. Um, yeah. Sounds like a dream. Yeah, we're actually, um, I am super excited. We're, um, we've designed a new one that goes very similar to like, our, uh, our other tools that, you know, I've designed our dermal cleaning and microneedling tool. And I'm hoping it's a really cool design. I'm excited to bring it out. It's very innovative and unique and I'm hoping we can get it launched this year. So stay tuned. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to stay tuned. It sounds like you're really busy. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear a funny story is that actually before this podcast was scheduled and before I, I had researched you, I had come across that photo of Hailey Bieber using the, um, thing. And I was like, Oh, I really wonder what that tool is. And I'd sent it to my girlfriends. And then when I started researching you and I saw that photo, I was like, Oh my God, this is what it is. It's, it's this, yeah. this cool therapy thing. Like I had no idea what it was before that, which I thought was really cool. If you're suffering from, you know, puffiness, or if you have like eczema or rosacea, 
Um, psoriasis is are so great at just calming down that inflammation and redness and it just feels good. Um, the one that we're designing is going to be specifically for the face and it has a really cool, um, interesting shape. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so do you just design these things yourself? Like you come up with it like out of, out of your mind or you hire a product developer to kind of work on how these actually come to life? So I have two product developers. One is for the tools. So he's more of an engineer um, and he designs the tools and works like, you know, I basically come up with the ideas. So when I had, when I wanted to do our microneedling and our dermaplaning tools, he flew down here and I invited some clients in for the day. And he literally just watched me like, cause in a professional treatment, you use a template scalpel. And so he just like watched me dermaplane and microneedle people all day. And um, then he went and sketched stuff out and we, you know, we go through like iterations and then we go into prototyping and then into production. Um, For the skincare, I have a product developer who's a chemist. And so he and I work closely together on that type of product development um, going back and forth. Um, And then we send that to the lab to do production. Wow. That's very exciting. Am I right in thinking that the e-commerce side of the business would be obviously the more scalable side and the side that you're able to continue to grow and, you know, become really globally recognized for? Yeah. You know, again, because of my e-commerce background, um, I always wanted to build a direct-to-consumer brand. I wanted to be in control of our own destiny. Um, I understood e-commerce. I knew that um, having been worked in it since 1998, that this was the trajectory so that's where my focus was always. Um, and yes, that is, that is the majority of it. And then, um, in, uh, 2018, Sephora had contacted us. So I think at that point we had gotten, you know, enough recognition and we were making enough inroads in the market. Um, so we're sold in Sephora online. Um, we're also in Neiman Marcus. I've been very selective about, the wholesale partnerships that we take on because I really don't want to take my focus away from the direct to consumer brand and our own website. And I don't want to compete with myself, you know, in online marketing. So really the three main places that Stack Skincare is sold is number one on our site, number two on Sephora, and then also on Amazon. Yeah. So basically leveraging, you know, the credibility of Sephora and maybe the, the, the shipping and quickness of something like Amazon. Yeah. I mean, we're quick. If you purchase uh, before 11 o'clock Pacific time, we'll ship same day. Um, And then, you know, obviously not on the weekends. So, so we get orders out actually really, really quickly. Um, We have a great fulfillment center and, but yes, you know, there's, it's just interesting. I mean, some people want to shop on Amazon. Some people want to shop through us. So we, you kind of have to be on Amazon And then um, I think Sephora, to your point, does lend a lot of great credibility to the brand. So they're a good partner. Um, And, uh, you know, we like seeing our name, we like seeing our name there on our brand there on their website. Do you guys do many partnerships like with other brands to leverage each other? Definitely. And I think it's a real, it's a great strategy and uh, we, we do, sometimes we'll do different giveaways. Like we just did a big giveaway with a bunch of different brands. You know, sometimes we'll work with, I mean, like fitness people is a great fit for our brand too. So it doesn't necessarily have to be beauty or makeup. Like we can do something like that, but even like, 
you know, athleisure wearers break, but even like we've partnered with some influencers, like in the fitness space, that's been, cause that's really important to me. And I think it's just, you know, overall health and wellness. So um, partnering with different brands has been incredibly beneficial, especially for um, growing your Instagram following and, you know, finding like-minded communities and sharing those. So that's been, yeah, it's been an important partnership. Yeah, bringing a new audience into your your funnel, essentially. Um, and I saw on your Instagram, you had a photo with a quote from Kristen Bell. That's really cool. Yeah, I can't, I feel like she used our microneedling tool. I'm trying to remember what that was. I think it was a little while ago, but yes, yeah, I think she said something about she can't live without it. So love that. Love that for you. I, I agree, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should be using microneedling. Yeah, I've never tried it. I need to try that. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, I'll get them. We'll, we'll have our team send you one. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> um, what advice do you have for women who want to launch a business in the beauty industry? What's your top tips? You know, I think the biggest thing is find your focus, become an expert, you know, find that niche, figure out what it is that you're doing, why you're doing it, and how you can be of service to your customers um, and your clients. And, and, you know, always put this, especially in the beauty business, right? It's like you always have to, well, in anything really, is like you're, you have to put your customer or your client first and really understand who that person is and what do they need and how can you provide that for them? That's what I always, you know, I knew what my focus was. And I built from there, you know, I launched this for a very personal reason and I was able to, um, expand, you know, but just always staying focused in that specific, um, more like, uh, results driven kind of medical type facial, you know, I wasn't doing massage and, you know, things like that. So I think really, you know, finding your focus, becoming an expert, really zoning in on your niche, really figuring out, um, who your customer is, what they do, and how you can be of service to them um, is going to help you to be able to continue on in, in figuring out your, you know, your marketing and your branding strategy. Yeah. And, and truly having an impact on the customer and not kind of being something that, you know, might, might not actually do anything. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, everybody's got to kind of find their tribe, right? So um, maybe I'm not for everybody and they're not for me. So I think, again, really just finding your focus in your niche, you're going to be able to find those people. You can't be all things to all people. And so I think that would probably be my number one advice. <laughs> I have a follow-up question to that. How did you, you know, you obviously would have started out thinking, Hey, this is going to be my target client. This is going to be my target customer. Did that change when you actually, you know, did go after your customers? Are you talking about in the spa? My, my clients in the um, spa? either the spa or the, or the e-com business, like, did it differ from who you thought it would be? Not really a little bit, but I mean, I, one of the things that I really became known for, especially in the spa and also just in our product line, I, I was really good at treating acne and solving, um, solving that problem and really the foundation. But it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of adult acne that people just don't realize. Um, it's probably like 20% of, um, you know, people suffer from adults suffer from acne for reasons we could get into another time. But so, but then there's also, you know, I, so I was wound up, sometimes I was treating 
the the kids of of the of my clients, but you know, I was also teaching, you know, treating women who were suffering from acne, but also like college students. But for the most part, because of my price ranges, which was in the spa and also on the product line, it tends to skew a little bit older just because of our product, um, the price points that we have. But because of our tools and our tools are very affordable, um, we have a pretty broad audience in terms of an age range, I would say. It can go anywhere from, you know, like 28 to, to 65. But, you know, really our core audience is in that like mid 30s to mid 50s range. Yeah, yeah. Wow, cool. <laughs> okay, well, we're at the part of the episode where I ask you six quick questions. Ready to go? Yep. Okay, number one is what's your why? Eczema. Um, so understanding how hard it is to struggle um, in your own skin. Number two is what's the number one marketing moment that made your business pop? Well, I mentioned this earlier, but in March of 2015, when Birdie featured us um, in their publication is when we really took off from there. Yeah. Key piece of press. <laughs> Love it. Mm -hmm. Number three is where do you hang out to get smarter? I would say my friends and husband, my team. Um, I also am a part of different uh, social networks online and taking other online courses. And reading. What are you reading at the moment? I just, I just read information. I'm not really like a book reader. I'm just reading information online all the time. It's like just, I don't know, wherever I'm, you know, I couldn't give you one specific place that I'm reading, but I'm just constantly researching and reading stuff. <laughs> yeah. Number four is how do you win the day? And that's around your AM and PM rituals that keep you feeling happy and productive and successful. I like to get up in the morning and I've started this new ritual since um, quarantining um, where me and about five of my girlfriends all get on Zoom together and work out. So um, I've never been a morning workout person, but I'm loving it. It's really helped me like start my day. I'm feeling so much healthier. Um, I used to just like roll out of bed at seven o'clock in the morning and like just start right away. So now it's like I roll out of bed and I, I you know, I go back and I work out. Um, if I can get a nice walk in with my puppies and, you know, grab a dinner with my husband and some friends and just get a lot of work done, you know, during the day in between that, um, I'd consider that a, a good day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how we see all these, um, you know, these, we've been socially distanced from everyone, but we're finding these ways to keep socially connected in all sorts of different aspects. And I just, I'm so there for it. It's so great. I feel like, you know, I moved from San Francisco down here um, 10 years ago. I see my girlfriends more now than I ever have. I'm like, we've had this capability forever. I'm like, why, why was I using the phone? <laughs> you know, 100%. So, so that's been really nice to just actually kind of spend more time with my girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. I've found like we've gone down the route of like playing games over Zoom. We've done birthdays on Zoom, done the workout thing. I, I Really love sometimes it. I'll just pop we like sometimes we'll just cook together like you know the computer screen's just up and I'm just like oh I'm over here like cooking stuff and we're just like you know like <laughs> making pasta together like, hang, you know like hanging out yeah exactly so that's been fun <laughs> um sorry I got off topic there number five is if you only had one thousand dollars left in your business bank account where would you spend it PR you know good PR has 
as I've mentioned, been invaluable um, to me and my company and aligning with the right publishers and driving qualified traffic to our site not only gives us a ton of credibility, but then we can leverage that by, you know, retargeting that traffic. And then we also, um, you know, if the publisher has signed up for our affiliate network, it's really a win-win-win all around, right? So they're going to, they're helping us and we're helping them with content. And then in return, they're also, you know, can get an affiliate commission from us. So I would say that thousand dollars in PR would go the furthest. And then we can also leverage that in our, in our marketing, right? So in our ads, what, one of the things that we found is, you know, featured in blah, 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 you know, Birdie, Vogue, what have you, is it really, even though people are consuming more and more social media, they still trust editorial more, right? Yeah. So. And I also find like, I often see um, brands that are boosting or sponsoring those articles and, so, you know, as the, as the consumer or someone that's seeing that post, I'm like, oh yeah, like I can really see that article. I can see the proof. It's even more social proof than just a, as seen in kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Question number six is how do you deal with failure? It can be like personal experience, or it can also be, um, just your general mindset and general approach to it. You know, my, my general approach to it is we all make mistakes. Um, I'm a self-funded entrepreneur, so I learn quick because, you know, it's, it's a lot, you know, sometimes mistakes can be very costly. So I learn from it and then I move on (laughs) and I, I don't do it again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so, you know, I try not to dwell on things, you know, mistakes happen. Um, if, if people make mistakes in the company, you know, I just, it's like, you just let them know and you're like, don't do that again. And, and then you move on. So that's how I handle it. I, I just, I don't tend to dwell on it. Um, I learn from it and I learn quick, especially if it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely if it's expensive. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today, for being with Female Startup Club. I've loved chatting to you and learning about your brand. Thank you for having me. It's really, really been a pleasure and so nice to meet you. And uh, I'll be listening for your podcast now. I'm excited to uh, hear from other female um, entrepreneurs. Thank you so much. All right. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Hey! June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. (laughs) 